0: It's July Talk on the Spirit of Rock, Shome 977 842. You're hanging out with the Rockman. And in the studio with me, I have got um, my buddy Leah from Girls on Games. Hello. And I've got another lovely lady here named Naomi Kyle. Hey. Who's actually from Montreal. I am. But you're not just from Montreal, you're actually like a big deal.
1: Yeah. Well Well, you're a big deal. Because <laughs> when I
0: posted that you were coming in, people were going off. No like way. Oh my God, the girl from IGN. Rah.
1: The so, internet's you know, that's so, what they
0: do. So you're involved with this <laughs> the, you're involved with IGN. Tell me a bit about what you do.
1: So I do on camera hosting and okay. producing and writing and I work for a video game website that covers all things video games. Okay. So yeah.
0: So you're a massive gamer, right?
1: Yeah. So I've been doing it for a lot long time, since I was eight years old. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you and Leah are going to get along really well.
1: Oh
2: yes, we're already Very besties. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so Leah Leah's from uh, Leah's from our um, from our online um, girls on games portion of our website and uh, and is like way into gaming. You've been to E three, and um, you're you have this thing with with gaming that you really believe that anyone can get into this. right?
2: Yeah, exactly. And and I'm trying my best to bring people who haven't had a chance to play video games or maybe you know didn't get around to playing uh, video games. Now the chance to get dive in and uh, yeah, we're working on a cool project about that to teach non-gamers how to game. Okay. So uh, yeah, we're really stoked about that. But... I have to say that, like IGN, is one of those websites that I check every day of my life. I know. And then when I when (laughs) I discovered it, yeah, when I discovered that Naomi was from here, I kind of lost my mind and then (laughs) tweeted her and I was like, we have to meet up when we are at E3 and we got a chance to do that. And now now you're back in town, so yeah, we totally want to know. I know you do the IGN stuff, but what else are you up to?
1: Um, acting and producing on the side—that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been doing auditions. I've been uh, pursuing that whole other side of my career, and it's been really fun. I've I've done some documentaries here and there. Um, dabbled in the, the new Bat Kid documentary, which I don't know if you guys heard. No, what,
0: was, what, what's that?
1: So in San Francisco, there was a Make a Wish Foundation event where a little kid who was a D, who had just gotten into remission, he was sick, really mm-hmm. young, uh, was just the biggest Batman fan. Okay, and uh, he basically was like, I. Just just want to live a whole day in San Francisco and be Batman and he got to do it thanks to Make-A-Wish Foundation and um, it just became this whole frenzy because everybody was talking about it and they had coordinated this whole like basically a bunch of scenes with like all the different villains from Batman and all the (laughs) comics and Quite a sight to see, but now, of course, that that event sprung up a, a documentary being okay. made called Batman, be- uh, Bat Kid Begins, and uh, I'm going to be talking about it. Uh, they interviewed me just last week, or like a couple weeks ago.
0: Okay, so that's so, cool. Yeah. And now, there's this other documentary that you're involved in that yes. I'm super intrigued about. Now, there's this ET game that came out. It was, yep. for, it was for Atari, right?
1: Back in the day, back in in the, 1980s.
0: Yeah, back when I was a little kid. Yeah, Cause, cause <laughs> when that, back, video
1: games had just started. When
0: you were a twinkle in your dad's eye. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Wasn't even born
0: yet. (laughs) But I remember E.T. was so big. I think it was like 82, 83. um, And I remember this Atari game.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I remember it being advertised everywhere, but I don't think we ever got it. But there's this myth that was going around that this yeah, game, they, they buried all the games because it sold so badly. And you're involved with the documentary that's coming out about this, right?
1: I am, yeah. Tell so, me about that. So I basically got to go to Almogordo, which is where they had figured out this is where these games were buried. What happened was that back in the 80s, there was a video game crash. And um, just everything kind of tumbled from there. But they some people think that it was because of the game, the ET, the extraterrestrial game. But okay. it, it really wasn't just... About that, So to, you know, elaborate more on it, they decided to make a good documentary. I went down to Alamogordo and I got to witness the digging up of this uh, landfill okay. where they supposedly have a bunch of Atari, uh, not just E.T., but like all the different Atari games, like even the ones that scored the best, you know, back in the day. Okay. Um, and I was there for the unveiling and they did find the games.
2: Really? If, yeah, of so there's course. A huge, there's a huge bundle in a... Down in the U.S. of of just these games in a yeah, landfill.
1: They ca- they actually ended up in a warehouse, never to be seen or spoken of again.
0: Did you so, jump? Did you jump down and grab a couple?
1: Um, I or you can't. Are you can't. not not
0: at liberty to say?
1: <laughs> I mean, well, the thing is, it's all city property, right? Because right. once you put something in a landfill, it's right. you can't go back and get it. Were I they? In, that's the that's my understanding. Were they in
0: good shape, or were they starting to deteriorate?
1: No, some of them were still in their like cardboard boxes. So they like, just oh, like, wow. even the cardboard wasn't was intact. You know, it was it was amazing. Yeah, they were all there. Um, they had some of the uh, Atari consoles. Okay. And the, yeah, just everything.
2: Did, you ex- did they excavate it all or is it still there?
1: They um, Apparently, they excavated all of it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's insane.
1: Imagine how long that Wild. must have taken. And just to find the landfill, of course, because it was such a myth for so long that yeah. people had kind of lost track of where this could have happened. And uh they narrowed it down to this one spot. Yeah,
2: there's no internet back then to follow your every myth. That's right.
1: <laughs> Everything was they went through photos. They I mean the document the documentary covers it all, but uh they yeah, they had to go through quite the uh quite the extent to get it.
0: Well we're gonna it. we're gonna play a song, but are you gonna stick around for a bit? Yeah. All right. This is the latest from Moist, who are going to be coming to town in the fall. Um, We're hanging out with Naomi Kyle of IGN and Leah from Girls on Games. You like Moist, eh? Yeah. David Usher's hot, right? Totally.
1: (laughs) My jam.
0: November fifteenth, they're going to be here at Metropolis. It's Moist. And Mechanical in the Spirit of Rock, show 977. 97.7. Um, you, you like that, eh? I love that. What's nice about those guys is that they went away for like over a decade.
1: They did disappear, didn't they? And
0: they came back and then the, it's like, huh? What? It's They're like, better yeah. than ever. It's like Soundgarden. You come back and you're like, you're still amazing. Yeah. If you don't suck. You're supposed to have like an album or two that suck before you get good again. <laughs> but no, it didn't happen There's with them. There's a process to this. Yes. Come on, man. Get it right. Um, so So tell me what
1: you're up to now. Um so now well like I mean gone. I mean
0: what I mean you're up to right like things I'm but right now here I'm yeah. here at Shome. <laughs> but yeah, so how come <laughs> you're back in Montreal just for... Just
1: visiting family. Visiting family. Yeah, I never... I mean, last year I traveled so much that I didn't get to see them over the summer. And I I went a whole year without seeing my family. So I just wanted to come down and see them, especially the best time of the year to be in Montreal, this right? is the
0: summer, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Did you get to go to... And you didn't get to go to any of the festivals?
1: I didn't. You missed
0: Oceaga and heavy Montreal. I did. And,
1: but you know what? They have a similar Oceaga experience in San Francisco called Outside Lands. Yeah. And I did get to see that. How was that? It was great. It was I saw um, Disclosure and uh, who else was Well, Kanye West but
0: I don't, oh, I'm I not know. interested
1: in that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I got to experience it. It was really fun.
0: And, um, now I know when you go to San Diego, it's a big deal. Like the last time you were there, like the line was like solid two and a half hours, yep. just how crazy is San Diego? Because I'm a major Comic-Con fan and I've never been to San you Diego. You need
1: to go. I know. Are you like a Marvel fan, I heard?
0: I'm Marvel and DC. Have both. you seen Marvel tattoos? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like covered oh, in tattoos. well, there so. you go. You're
1: going to have to show me those later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But-, but I'm
0: like, and, and I'm really heavily involved with the Montreal Comic-Con here, which is growing. Oh, like perfect. We're, we're up to like 43, 44,000 people, which is huge for Montreal. That is
1: huge. I, so, have, to, I have to come one day. Well, time.
0: I'm formally on air inviting you to Montreal Comic-Con next year. Oh. Yay, so I, I, I want you to in. be I want you to be a guest because you need to be a guest. There's no reason why you there's, haven't been here yet.
1: Yeah, I mean I've been kicking myself in the butt trying to go every year and there's just never any time, but I will make a point to do it. Montreal, especially that you invited me now. We want
0: you in Montreal and we want you to do the Ottawa one too. Uh, because you got to do the Comic Cons here.
1: I do. You I'm Canadian. I can't export just forget you. you guys. Damn it. I can't just forget my own country. <laughs>
0: I want to thank you so much for coming in. Um, thank and you for having L- me. Leah wanted to ask you what game you're playing now. Yeah. Because oh, I think yeah. that's what everybody wants to know.
1: So I've been playing a combination of different games, but okay. mostly Shovel Knight, which is on your 3DS. Uh, it was a kickstarted game. Um, really fun, like old school retro style. Uh, just platformer. So good. So good. You've been playing it.
2: Yeah, we were just uh, going over uh, how much we wanted to rage quit at the third boss.
1: Yeah, the third boss is, I mean, it's great because you get that feeling back, right? Like the rage quit moments are the best.
2: Old school gaming. It's yeah. when it goes Can't to the point it. where you're just so angry, but, but it but feels then what, so good.
1: So good once you win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I need to ask you because you're both very attractive young ladies. Aww. Let me see your thumbs and how callous are they?
1: Mine aren't so bad. Not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're all right. <laughs>
0: I think it's awesome I think it's awesome that um, that gaming has like got I mean the fact it's everywhere. that it's it's everywhere yeah. now and um, and we were talking before I think there needs to be a gaming 101 class to get people up to speed that want to drop in because yeah. somebody like me that grabs a console and there's you know has to do something besides like go straight and shoot I'm lost like if I try to play NHL, 2015, <laughs> when course. it comes out, I won't know what to do. Yeah. So you guys we'll to make that do happen. You got to make some like happen. Leah's in charge,
1: and yeah, I'll ah. help with the teaching.
0: All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in. 90s at 9 coming up. And uh, don't forget, just after the 90s at 9, the legendary Steely Dan are going to be calling in right here.